Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Chiropractic. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Freeman. I've been in practice for over 30 years, and I continue to work in a million-dollar practice that I built, ran, and sold. I've taught, lectured, and coached our profession, and helped so many chiropractors build the practice and the life of their dreams. And now, I want to help you do the same. So here's today's show. I'm going to talk about one of the main ingredients, one of the secret ingredients of success. There are four. And if you listen to the end of the show, you'll hear what the other three are, and we'll talk about those on future episodes. But on today's episode, we're going to talk about goal setting. Goal setting is so important so you know where you're going. Goal setting is so important because it gives you an idea of what it is you're trying to create in all aspects of your life. We're going to break it down into five very simple categories to make sure that out of the next season, the next year, you get, you produce, you manifest all of the things that you want in your life. It's been said that it takes about 90 days, about three months, to create a habit to move your life in a certain direction. I'm a huge fan, for that reason, of working on goal setting in October and having them set by Thanksgiving. The reason that I like that timeline is October is where the season starts to change if you're in, if you're in that part of the country. It's where you start to think about the summer that's just passed and, and what a wonderful season that was. And we start to hunker down for, for the fall and the winter season if you're in a four-season area. And Thanksgiving, we're sitting around with family. We're thinking about how fortunate we are, how, how wonderful and abundant the, the world has been and, and the things that we've been able to accomplish. And, and we look around at our home, our family, the table, and again, we're giving thanks when we're giving thanks is a wonderful time. Our heart is open to really think and manifest about what it is we, we hope the next year is going to look like. And then as we go through the rest of the holiday season and all the way through into New Year's, we've begun to create the habits and take the action steps needed to create the things that, that we're hoping to create. So let's dig into goal setting and how to really do it successfully. The process that I'm going to take you through is one that I've learned and perfected and worked with since the early 1990s. That's well over 30 years now. So let's begin. The first thing you want to do is sit down in a quiet place. Maybe it's a comfortable chair. Maybe it's in your study, in your den, in your basement, someplace where you're not going to be disturbed. Maybe sitting out in nature, sitting quietly with a pen and a pad of paper or an iPad or your phone if you like to work electronically. And the first thing to do is just get in touch with your heart. Get in touch with yourself. And as you really settle in and start to think about what it is that you want and where you are, I'm going to ask you to come up with a purpose statement. A purpose statement is just one or two sentences. If you were whispering into God's ear, or God was whispering into your ear, and the question was asked, what do you want to accomplish in the next year on earth? What do you want to help me accomplish while I'm on earth for another year? What do you want me to accomplish? That's the purpose statement. The purpose statement becomes your default program. During the entire next year, 
as you're working through different situations, you're not sure what to do. Should I do this? Should I do that? This purpose statement, when you stop to think about it, tells you what the answer should be. So here's an example of one that, that I've seen over the years from, from a client. To be a positive force in the lives that I touch. To help people any way I possibly can, but primarily through chiropractic. Now that's only one example, and your purpose statement can and probably should be different. So again, it's just one or two sentences telling you what to do, or more importantly, who to be, how to show up. What is it I'm trying to help do and accomplish? And you're probably not going to get it right on the first try. Write it out and then live with it. Think about it, stew on it, and then change it as needed. Once you have a working version of it, then it's time to step into the other categories. The first one is personal. What two or three things do you want to work on to make you a better version of you? Maybe it's physical, maybe it's spiritual, maybe it's mental, but you only get two or three of them. Maybe you say, I want to read more. I want to go to church more. I want to lose weight. Okay. When we talk about setting goals, they have to have specificity. Exactly what do you want? Precisely when do you want it by? And most importantly, emotionally, why is this important to you? So let's use the I want to lose weight example. I want to lose weight. Fine. You know what? Don't eat lunch today. In fact, don't eat lunch or dinner. You'll have lost a half a pound or a pound. Fine. You've lost weight. Check that one off the list. And invariably, the person says, no, 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 no. I mean, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. We have a goal. I want to lose 20 pounds. By when? Well, I want to lose 20 pounds by July the 4th. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Why do you want to lose 20 pounds by July the 4th? Well, because I have a vacation planned and I'm going to be going to the beach and I want to look smoking hot in my bathing suit. Okay. We have a precise goal. I want to lose 20 pounds by July the 4th, an exact date and an emotional reason why, because I want to look smoking hot. That emotional reason I want to look smoking hot is enough to get you as you're living your daily life to walk past the box of munchkins that somebody had, had brought into the office or given to you, or you're out to dinner and should I have dessert? Well, maybe I will. No, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by July the 4th to look smoking hot in my bathing suit. That emotional reasoning is the thing that drives this whole thing forward. So again, we get two or three goals per section. So under personal, one example that we've just used is I want to lose weight. And we talked about what that needs to look like. I want to read more books. Well, what does that mean? Okay. I want to read 12 books this year. Okay. That's roughly one a month. Okay, good. Why? Well, because I want to be more well-read and have greater understanding of, okay, now we're going to lay out categories that we want those books to be on. What's the emotional reason? Well, because when I'm talking to people, I feel stupid that I don't know stuff. Okay. That will probably be enough to get you to read the books, to acquire knowledge, and help you to feel better about yourself. Sometimes people will say the personal goal is to spend more time with my husband, with my wife. Well, time out. That's not a personal goal. That leads into the second set, which is, which is family or people goals. 
So what are two or three family-related goals? Maybe it is, I want to have a date night with my significant other once a week, twice a month. And then what's the why? Well, I want to have a date night once a week with my significant other so we can continue to build a strong relationship and a better family and a stronger family and a better family unit. Okay, those are great reasons. Is that enough that when other things come up that you you keep that time as sacred? I hope so and think it would be. Maybe there's other family members that you want to work on the relationship. Maybe you have a sister, a brother that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Maybe your children are grown and you have more of a distant relationship than you hope it would be. My goal is to step up that relationship. I want to reach out to them once a month just to catch up on their life. Maybe it's an elderly aunt who lives alone in a nursing home. But again, we have the goal. What's the frequency? Once a month. And the emotional reason why that's important? I know that my aunt is alone and hearing from me would mean the world from her. Or I'm honoring my mother or father's wishes by taking good care of my aunt by at least speaking to her once a month. Again, whatever the emotional reason is, that's what will propel this forward. And you don't have to memorize that. Put it in your phone as a reminder. That's okay too, as long as it gets done. The third set of goals that we want to look at are our professional goals. What is it we want to accomplish professionally in our business lives? As a doctor in practice, how many people do you want to see on a weekly basis? How many new patients do you want to see and help? Perhaps there's a course, some new certification that you want to take or become certified in to learn new techniques. Maybe you've reached a point in your career where where you want to start teaching. So you reach out to a community college to perhaps teach some some aspect of human anatomy or physiology because as a doctor, you're qualified to do that. But again, professionally, what is it that you're looking to create to move forward? Maybe it's a bigger office. Remodel the office, more staff, more equipment. Professionally, we're making this bigger, better, more than it was for the stated goal. What is the goal? What is the time frame? What's the emotional reason why that's important? You became a doctor for a reason. Is it to help people? Probably yes. And again, we get two or three goals in this professional section which then plays down into the next section, which is financial. Financially, what do you want your world to look like? Because that's the fourth set of goals to work on. Perhaps there are student loans that would need to be paid down or paid off at at a certain point. Perhaps it's time to look at paying off your mortgage on a certain schedule or putting additional principal onto it. Saving for retirement. Saving for kids' college educations in a 529 plan, if that makes sense. What is your goal? How much money are you looking to put away for your financial future or move into certain categories to move this forward? Paying off all your credit cards and not going into debt. That's a great goal. Get ahead of the the interest game. Again, utilizing the three specific pieces. Exactly what do you want? I'm going to pay off my credit cards. By when? Well, by next by next November. Okay. And why? 
Well, because having that monkey on my back and seeing the statement every month just hurts and I don't want to keep doing that. Okay, terrific. Is that a good enough reason when you're at the department store saying, ooh, should I get this this other pair of shoes or should I get this third pair of pants? No, I don't need them. One pair will be just fine because I want to pay that off. Now with a working version of our purpose statement and framed out our two or three personal goals and our two or three family goals, as well as two or three professional goals and two or three things in our financial world that we want to clean up, you get to think about toys and rewards. You know, we work hard. We help a lot of people. We deserve some toys and rewards in our life. What are two or three toys or rewards that you want to bring into your life in the next year? I one time had a client say, you know, I really want to get a new pickup truck. Oh, that's awesome. Well, tell me more about that. Well, actually, I don't want a new pickup truck. I really like the model that they had about four years ago. So I'm looking for one that's four years old. Well, what color? Well, red, of course. Oh, okay. So we're looking for a red pickup truck of a certain year. What manufacturer? Well, it's got to be the Ford. Okay. So the Ford pickup truck four years, four years ago, what mileage, what condition? Exactly what is it you're looking for? And it's out there. By zeroing in on it, it really narrows down and, and helps to eliminate the shopping anxiety. And you get what you're looking for. It shows up. If you start telling people that that's what you're looking for, it's amazing. They'll help you get it. They'll help you find it. A bunch of years ago, my fiance had told me that she had a dream car. Her dream car was a 1965 baby blue convertible Mustang with a white top. Automatic. Maybe a white interior would be nice. All right. I started telling patients that I was sort of looking for that car. There was no rush. You know, at some point you'd find it, whatever. And at this point, 1965 is an old car. Three or four months into the year, a patient comes into my office, wonderful guy by the name of Joe, and he says, hey, doc, are you still looking for that car? I said, yeah, it'll show up one of these days. And he hands off a page that he had printed. He had found the car. It was listed on eBay, and the car was less than 30 minutes from my home. I called the people up, went and looked at it. Needless to say, that baby blue 1965 Mustang convertible with the white top and the white interior automatic six cylinder is sitting in our garage right now. When you zero in on exactly what you want and why you want it, it shows up. That's how goals work. Now there is something else really important that we need to talk about when it comes to goal setting. We've gone through and worked out setting up a purpose statement, personal goals, family goals, professional, financial, and even toys and rewards. The most important part of the things that we have not talked about yet is to make sure these goals are congruent. Do they fit together? All the pieces need to fit together perfectly like a jigsaw puzzle, beautifully, perfectly mixing with the ones next to it. You can't say that I want a great relationship with my wife and children and I'm going to work all the time because I want to make as much money as possible and me being in the office is the most important thing. Well, okay, 
Those pieces don't match. The pieces have to fit together congruently. Most importantly, because if they don't, your subconscious mind recognizes it immediately and says, this is a bunch of BS. This guy isn't serious about this. It ain't going to happen. But when they do fit together, your subconscious mind can see how the pieces work and the path down the road becomes obvious. With your purpose statement in place, you stay on the course. And then when we get to next year at this time, lo and behold, this goal list that we've worked through and been working with becomes like a report card. Check, 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 did it. Great job. By the way, does that mean you're always going to get and accomplish everything on your goal list? I would love to say yes, but the truth is no. But if you have goals set up that you're working towards, do you think you have a better chance of getting closer to the mark of where you want to go than if you never set goals at all, didn't give it any serious thought, and never put pen to paper? Yeah, I think so. Once you have this done, and I promise it'll take two or three revisions minimum to get it the way you really want it, and you're allowed to change the goals throughout the year, but once you have the set of goals written out that you want, that really stirs your heart like, yeah, that's what I'm working on and working towards. That that makes me happy to be working on this list of things. You need to put these goals somewhere where you're going to run into them on a regular basis. I know doctors that keep them on their desk at home. I know doctors that keep it as the uh, as a page on their phone. When they open up their phone, it pops right up. I know doctors that put it on their mirror. So every morning and every evening when they brush their teeth, there they are. I know one person that actually puts them inside their medicine cabinet. So when they open that the little mirror door, it's sitting right there. So when they reach in to grab the Q-tips or whatever, there are the goals. They run into them. You want to see this on a regular basis so you know you're working on it. Oh yeah, that's what I'm working towards. And at any point that one of those goals changes, you're allowed to scratch it out and write in a new one. You know what? I don't want to do that. That's more important. That's what I really want to be doing now. Perfect. You're allowed to change your mind. As promised, I have said that I would share with you the three other important ingredients of success, goals being one of them, affirmations, meditation, and visualization. Each of these three are important, and we'll talk about on a future episode, putting all this together helps to get you where you want to go. All right, and that's our show for today. If you have a question about today's show or your own practice, feel free to reach out at theloveofchiropractic.com. Before making changes to your practice, be sure to seek legal advice regarding those changes and regulations in your state. For the Love of Chiropractic is an RGF production, all rights reserved. And thanks for listening. Original music provided by Hunter Rich Music.